Better Angels. The Monday Morning Memo for August 27th, 2018. He knew how to lead by listening and teaching. Erwin C. Hargrove, a professor of political science at Vanderbilt University, writing in 1998 about a leader he much admired. I, too, have known brilliant leaders like that, men and women who lead by listening and teaching. Brian Scudamore, Laurie Barr, Richard Kessler, Kathy Thorpe, Eric Church, Sarah Casebeer, David Rare, Michelle Miller, Brian Alter, Richard D. Grant, and David St. James, to name just a few. I mentioned one such leader, Dewey Jenkins, in last week's Monday Morning Memo. Another of them, Ken Sim, is currently running for mayor of Vancouver. According to Professor Hargrove, the key to leadership is to hearken to, quote, the better angels of our nature, unquote. A phrase he borrowed from Abraham Lincoln, who used it in his first inaugural address on March 4th, 1861. But we didn't listen to Lincoln. We chose civil war just six weeks later. The leader that Professor Hargrove admired, who, quote, knew how to lead by listening and teaching, unquote, was another American president who encouraged us during a different time of social upheaval, the Great Depression. In February 1933, a man shot at Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was riding in an open car in Miami, but succeeded in killing Anton Chermak, the mayor of Chicago, who was with the president-elect. FDR was calm and decisive, ordering the driver to go immediately to the hospital, paying no attention to his own security, and talking to the wounded man. His calm courage impressed all who saw him. Erwin C. Hargrove, the president as a leader, Appealing to the Better Angels of Our Nature, page 79, 1998. The Stanford Library Review of Professor Hargrove's book ends with this statement. In hearkening back to Lincoln's evocation of the better angels of our nature, Hargrove reminds us that we may, even as leaders, be better versions of ourselves. And the key to becoming that, quote, better version of ourselves is to become focused listeners and patient teachers. The reason history repeats itself is because we don't pay attention the first time. Anti-Intellectualism in American Life was written in 1964 by Richard Hofstadter, a professor of American history at Columbia University. It won him the Pulitzer Prize It was his second. He won his first Pulitzer for his 1955 book, The Age of Reform. Reading these books has caused me to develop a theory. Can I share my observations with you? Our obsession with the Internet and our cell phones has led us to believe that we are smarter and wiser than any previous generation. We quietly assume that anyone over 40 is a dinosaur and that every famous historical figure was innocently naive. But they couldn't help it. We sympathize. Because they didn't know everything like we do now. We are teaching 
but we are not listening. And those who teach without listening share their own preferences as though those preferences were wisdom. But what do I know? I'm over 40. Roy H. Williams When your wheels are out of alignment, it impacts the steering and suspension of your car, and it shortens the life of your tires and all the parts that control them. If it gets bad enough, your car will go off the road altogether. When your business is out of alignment, you face a similar friction and resistance, but this time the cost is human, not mechanical. Alex Vorobiev is a business alignment expert who uses a suite of alignment tools to get poorly operating businesses back on track. Listen in as Alex tells roving reporter Rothbart that the secret rests with remediating the business core, not focusing on the surface where the issues are most visible. It's always interesting at mondaymorningradio.com.